Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture from the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 3, verse 20 says, Surely as a wife treacherously departeth from her husband, so have you dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, saith the Lord. A woman who claims to be a Christian is under the headship and authority of her husband until his death frees her from his law. Romans 7, verse 2. To depart from him is insubordination. It's willful defiance of authority and refusal to obey the orders of both Christ and her husband. When she separates, she's in a state of desertion. Now, in the military, this means to remain absent from your unit or place of duty with the intent to remain away from you permanently, which can carry with it numerous punishments. Jesus is the highest authority of all, and to willfully reject his commands will ultimately result in the death penalty eternally. The Christian life is learning to lovingly serve and obey Jesus, and you cannot claim to be a Christian or even claim to love Jesus if you're seriously not going to attempt to do his will, Matthew 7, verse 21. When a wife departs from her husband, she is in a state of rebellion against God. She has no authority to do this in the eyes of God, but is required to submit to her husband, whether he's a believer or an unbeliever. When she departs, she sins not only against her husband, but ultimately Christ Jesus and those who aid her in her departure are partakers of her sins. If my daughter ever left her husband and came home to me with her children, I would take her right back to her own husband. Otherwise, I would be sinning against Jesus and the man of the house. When people think of commandments, they usually only think about the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament, but there are numerous commands in the New Testament that need to be obeyed as well. Uh, when we faithfully obey, we prove our love for Jesus. To truly be a Christian, one must be a follower of Jesus, which means to obey the things that he taught and commanded. John fourteen twenty three through 24 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we'll come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. An obedient heart is the evidence of our love towards him. The apostle John loved the Lord dearly and teaches that those who are not going to keep his commandments are liars. First John 2 verses 3 through 5 says, And hereby we do know that we know him. If we keep his commandments, he that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. When a woman departs from her husband, she commits treachery against him. And treachery is a betrayal of allegiance to somebody. In that one act, she shows her disloyalty and treachery against Christ because ultimately it is his commandment that she is willfully violating. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 10 through 11 says, And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. God hates when a woman departs from her husband, insomuch that he calls it treachery. It's not her husband she is ultimately betraying, as I was saying. It's 
It's Jesus. Not only does she usurp over her husband, but over Christ himself. When the apostle Peter usurped Jesus, Jesus referred to him as a devil. Mark 8.33 Judas treacherously betrayed and departed from Jesus and the apostles, completely abandoning and walking, walking off on all of them. In John 18 verse 5 It's one thing for a complete unbeliever to depart from a marriage, but it's completely different. If you are part of the church and have had communion and been baptized into the faith, for an unbeliever to do this, they're ignorant of the truth. But a woman who professes to be a Christian and does this is purposely going against the will of God. And without repentance and reconciliation, divine consequences for her actions will surely follow. When a wife departs from her husband, there are numerous other sins that can happen because of her behavior. In a Christian marriage, your body becomes the property of your spouse. 1 Corinthians 7, 4-5 through When a wife departs from her husband, she's not only denying him conjugal rights, but denying the royal law of Christ, which is to love one another. James 2, 8, 1 John 4, 8, and John 13, 35. Marriage in the world is a temporal union uh, through earthly law, but a marriage in the Christian realm is a spiritual union through God's law, which is meant to be kept intact permanently until death do you part. With that being said, does that mean all women will stay by their husband's side? Well, of course not. Uh, but uh, in that state, they reside in a perpetual state of sin because it's outside the purview of the Christian life. Paul advises women to remain unmarried so that they can recover themselves out of the snare of the devil and be reconciled to their husband, which is what they need to do. 2 Timothy 2, verse 26. If he is a Christian, he's also a brother in the faith, and God commands to be reconciled to a brother. So there's another sin there too as well. Matthew 5. 23 through 24. Refusing to do these things is another sin. It's open rebellion against God, which God hates. 1 Samuel 15, verse 23. It says, Obey your husband in everything, and do as you are told, and, and you're instructed, because he is your authority when you're married to him. You will find favor in the sight of God because of it. Ephesians 5, 22 through 24. It doesn't matter the wrongs other people may commit or even the things that we have to suffer with while we're here upon the earth. What matters most of all is if you are doing the will of God from your heart. And therein lies salvation, 1 John 2.17. A marriage is very similar to the church, Ephesians 5.32, because it is an institution where there needs to be confession, forgiveness, and reconciliation. The thing that makes a marriage last is a love for the teachings of Jesus Christ. Both husband and wife may make mistakes along the way in their walk together, but in a marriage, you both need to be capable of showing these qualities one to another, because they are the qualities of our Lord Jesus Christ. Some of the very best friends in high schools don't have perfect relationships either, but it is these three qualities that ensure a lasting friendship. Even in the church, a brother might sin against another brother, but it is true charity that covers a multitude of sins. We are commanded to be forgiving because we understand we are sinners 
who all need the grace of God from time to time. Without his grace, we'd never be able to get to the point in our life where we don't need to repent anymore. Without his grace, we'd never be able to change and become something new and better. Without his grace, we could never have the opportunity to eventually become pleasing unto him. In the Christian life, divorce is forbidden because you are putting asunder what God has brought together. If the wife separates, she needs to return to her husband quickly. Otherwise, there will be consequences with God. Revelation 2 verse 16 says, Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. How is it possible that a woman who professes Christianity as her faith can instruct her girls to love their husband when she herself has left her own? That sounds like hypocrisy, doesn't it? Some women actually claim to follow Christ, actually encourage her daughters to separate and divorce their own husbands. That's not Christianity. That is religious hypocrisy, and it is the spirit of Jezebel. So you need to recognize that. Each day, God is watching to see who's going to do his will. So I beg women everywhere and command you in the name of Christ, do not separate from your husband for the sake of Christ and for your own salvation. And if there are children involved and you don't care about your husband or even doing the will of God, do it for the sake of the children. Eternal life is not a locked up deal because we need to go through a conversion and we need to do the will of God faithfully and steadfastly. So turn back to the Lord and do works meet for repentance as the apostles taught. The first work begins by going back home and returning to the man of the house. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLK, JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.